Hi and welcome to today's episode of the Profit Productivity Podcast. It's your host, Michael Tipper. Who else would it be? So today has been my first day back at work. Well, I say back at work, I work from home, but back working is probably a better way of describing it, since spending a couple of days at a spa that was tagged on to the end of the weekend. So I've had sort of four days of not really being in the zone of doing the work that I've been planning to do. So um, back uh, as normal, how's it been? Well, one of the things that has been really useful, and it's something that I am so pleased I do on a regular basis because it gives me a lot of data on which to be able to work out how well I'm doing. Now, if you're listening, you might think, well, what's all this? This is a bit hyper-focused. This is a bit detail-oriented. This is a bit, a bit anal, really, isn't it? Well, if you think that, then that's a valid way of looking at it. But for me, I'm looking to improve my life, improve my performance so I can improve my life, get the results I want so I can have the life that I want to have rather than being dictated by the lack of funds or the lack of revenue so that I can create something new for myself and so in order to do that because of my personality is very much detailed process systems data driven oriented this is the way that works for me now it's not a way I'd necessarily uh, recommend to other people it's just that what works for me and I think whenever we're looking to improve what we do it's about finding the way that works for us we could probably achieve the same thing but we might take different paths this is the path that I'm choosing to take so the data I'm talking about is just tracking my time it's really useful to just look back at my day and notice where I have spent my time where what I've allowed my focus to to fall upon and so it's quite interesting to look at that and I've had quite a good day about three and a half to four hours of quality work associated with what I'm trying to achieve but there's a lot of small interruptions and little things and I'm not really in my stride um, as I'd like to be now maybe I've just overset my expectations that's possible and human beings we do that quite a lot uh, maybe I'm just um, I've got to up, up, upskill myself and upgrade my behaviours, which is probably also very, very true. But it really, it's really interesting looking at data. So um, my 90-day sprint, uh, which I set in place about a month or so ago, now, I think it's probably about a month ago uh, tomorrow, where I looked at what I wanted to do in the next 90 days. I set out my, my aim. And the primary activity for me at the moment is to develop my ability to write good quality emails to promote the uh, services and the products that I've got. And at the moment, my 90-day sprint is about developing the skills and developing all the templates and structures to allow me to utilize those skills in a variety of ways, depending on how uh, I want to interact with my database. So that's what I'm doing at the moment. And what I identified was a series of activities. And those activities included uh, doing some training along the uh, lines of uh, understanding how to write good quality emails, um, things like um, uh, hand copying good quality emails, writing emails based on what I'd, the skills that I'd learned to develop those skills, reading good quality emails, and then identifying the sort of things I can use in an email, so stories, uh, problems and insights uh, across my particular field. Um, so that's what I'd focus. Now what I identified is that there were 15 activities that I could do every single day that would support that. And I set my stall out two weeks ago and said, right, this is what I'm going to do. So over seven days, seven, 15 to 105, um, I basically ticked off all of each one of the activities that I ticked off, uh, that I achieved during those seven days. And I came up with a score. So the score is every time I did one of those activities, I got one point. So out of the spread of 105 possible activities, 
How many do you think I did? Just think now. If you've been listening to me for a while, you've got an idea of my character, you've got an idea of my, um, how well I stick to my intentions or not, as the case may be. So just come up with a score, a percentage score. Uh, so I'll give you like five seconds to come up with that. Just think of a score. Five, four, three, two, one. Well, I'll tell you what it is. Um, I, it was 38, not 38 percent, but I did 38 of the 105 activities, which is about 36 point something percent. And so that was my reflection. So I looked back and thought, OK, so why is that? Um, and on Monday, I reported into my uh, 90 day sprint uh, colleagues, uh, my fellow uh, delegates on Gavin Ingham's brilliance session to help us through this and reported what I'd done in a win, learn, change format. So my activity score for the week was 36 percent. Clearly, that can go up. It has to go up because, um, well, does it have to go up? It could be that my activity levels are right, but I overset my expectations. It could be the expectations were right and I really underperformed, or it could be a balance of the two. I think it's probably a bit of the latter. Um, well, I think it probably is definitely the latter, over-expecting what I can do and underperforming, both in the same, uh, in the same uh, I, don't know, I don't know, in the same what, but <laughs> that's what's happened and, and therefore I haven't achieved what I set out to achieve. But if I... Um, so my win was actually recognizing I can, I can write emails because the ones I did write, I was quite pleased with. My learn was the fact I have extended myself. My change is that I'm actually going to reduce what I am going to do. And today I had a, a coaching call with Gavin and we basically came to that conclusion. He helped me come to that conclusion. So um, what I'm going to do, so, so one of the reasons why that might be is it could be that I am just a perfect, well, I say it could be that I'm just a perfectionist. No, I think I am a perfectionist. There's all sorts of reasons that if I were to sit on a couch with a therapist, I'd be able to spout off the reasons why. But nevertheless, I am a bit of a perfectionist. So when I want to do something, I want to do it really well. And one of the ways I self-sabotage is by trying, by trying to make it too complex, or sorry, try to make it complex, to make it the best it could be. But in doing that, I overwhelm myself with options and therefore it never gets done. There's all sorts of interesting psychology going on there. The good thing is that I've spotted that as a pattern. And that pattern, and it's not just a recent thing, it's been over a few years I've, I've seen this. Uh, and so the first positive takeaway is A, I, I recognise it, or, or A, I've spotted it, and B, now I can recognise it. So I've now got to look at reducing my activity level or, or sorry, reducing my expectation level or upping my activity level. And so the easiest one to do is reduce my expectations, even if it's down to a level below where is could be reasonably expected. By setting that expectation and then meeting it, I start to create an identity of someone who says what they or does what they say they're going to do. And then I can start building up from that. So that's certainly what I've got to do. But I've also probably got to up my activity level as well. So a way of doing that is by looking at the 80-20 rule. Now, the 80-20 rule, um, I may have mentioned this before, but if you've not heard it, it's uh, Vilfredo Pareto did some research. He was an economist, uh, an Italian economist, who studied the distribution of wealth in the UK, I think in the late 1800s, early 1900s, and recognised that about, uh, well, 80% of the wealth was um, owned by 20% of the people. Um, if those numbers aren't quite correct, it might have been 95, 5%, 90%, 10%, but it's that proportion. And then the, uh, there's a great book called the 80-20 book, sorry, called the 80-20 rule by uh, Richard Koch, I think it is, K-O-C-H, who then identified that it doesn't just apply to 
uh, distribution of wealth. There's all sorts of other reasons for it. But if you think about your activities, and if you're trying to achieve something um, in business and work, you'll find that 80% of your results will come from 20% of your activities. So my challenge now is to look at the activities I've set out as being my ideal and work out what is the uh, 20% of those that will give me 80% of my results. So as I'm looking at these things, I realize now that I've really got to do the training. That's fundamental. Uh, that's the email training I'm doing because that's how I'm going to learn how to do it. But I've got to write more. And at the moment, it's not writing more. And the other stuff about looking at the problems and identifying stories, um, I can probably cut back on those. I'm probably cut back on the expectation of hand copying three emails a day because I've realized it takes could take an hour to write out an email. And the reason I'm writing out an email is because it's a way of learning and embedding into your subconscious the principles, the flow, the language, the syntax of good quality copy. Uh, it isn't just about writing well because grammatically it doesn't always need to be correct and um, sometimes you can use different sort of spellings to make your point because it's very much about writing how you speak rather than writing how you should read. So um, I'm looking at this now and having worked with Gavin today I realise I'm going to cut back on uh, some of these things and uh, from there I should be able to set reasonable expectations. So. There's a part of me that feels like I'm failing when I do this because I said, well, I'm going to do this and I don't achieve it and therefore I'm cutting back. But actually, this is a case of recalibrating. And one of the things that I think I've, just, I've come to discover, certainly about myself, is that um, my expectations and my abilities are sometimes out of sync and that my psychology wants to do more, but my abilities are only at a certain level and unless I can marry those two together um, there will always be this disconnect which means I will struggle and become overwhelmed and I think the only way of developing my abilities to extend them is to allow myself to get good at doing things that are easy and slowly build them up rather than having this huge expectation right from the word go so it's quite interesting to do uh, to experience that and this is part of the process this is part of the way of developing better behaviors developing um, building on your goals is, is trying something, seeing whether it works, recognizing whether it does or not. If it does, keep it. If it doesn't, then change it. And these are the changes that I'm going to make. So that is just me waxing lyrical and pondering on what I've experienced. And now it's about putting that into practice so that I can start doing that. Tomorrow, I'll be getting a little bit more focused on working out the right rhythm of my day, which I've t talked about in the last couple of weeks a couple of times, but I don't think I've really taken seriously enough. So that's today's episode. Until tomorrow.